On Wednesday night, the Clippers face the Phoenix Suns, the team that eliminated them from the first round of the playoffs last season. And with both teams on a bit of a winning streak, what should we expect from the matchup? How different is it than last year's Phoenix Suns versus Clippers matchup? How can we beat them? And the conversation around the Clippers starting to get louder from national media. Going to be talking about it all on today's Locked On Clippers. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. You are locking in with the clips. Thank you for making Locked On Clippers the first listen of your day, your team every day. I'm your host, Darren Viziri, born and raised in LA and in my 19th season as a Clipper fan. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dime Dropper Pod and subscribe to my own YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, for even more LA Clipper, LA sports content. And Locked On Clippers, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube where I want you to comment and let me know your score prediction for the game against the Phoenix Suns. And this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. The best last-minute deals on these tickets you can get. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Let's talk about this Clipper game, a little rematch. With the Suns, our first time playing them this season. After what was a heartbreaking playoff defeat, shorthanded yet again against them, just like in 2021. The Phoenix Suns, of course, being the only team that the Clippers have lost to in the playoffs three times in franchise history. So, two of those, of course, in this era with no Kawhi Leonard, I would really love to play them with Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs and just let the chips fall where they may. But things change. And what I mean by that is this. These rosters are pretty different than last season. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns, for example. They made the trade to get Bradley Beal. Of course, they don't have DeAndre Ayton anymore. They don't have Torrey Craig, who ended up becoming a huge part of why the Suns beat the Clippers in five games. He was making all his open threes. That was extremely frustrating. So no Torrey Craig. Listen to all these guys they've got. I mean, Grayson Allen came over from Milwaukee. And they've been all over the place with their rotations. You know, Kata Bates-Diop got minutes in the beginning of the season. I've seen him involved less. Then there's... Yuta Watanabe, who I saw earlier in the season, and now I've been seeing him less. Bradley Beal's been constantly out. They have Bol Bol on this team. Drew Eubanks is their backup. Nurkic is their starting center. They have Eric Gordon from us. Nasir Little. Shemezi Metu, former USC Trojan. Josh Okoge, who they did have last season. They don't have that many players from their team last season. It's a very new team, but here's the thing. Clippers are on a three-game winning streak of 117 out of 22. Well, the Phoenix Suns are starting to find their groove, and it's with the return of Bradley Beal, which makes this game a tough one, even despite the fact that Kevin Durant is out. And that's major. Kevin Durant missing a second straight game with the hamstring injury 
And hamstrings can be tricky. So I would keep my eye on that. You know, if you're a real basketball fan, if you're invested in the Phoenix Suns in any sort of way, I'm not, but they are a competitor of the Clippers. And Kevin Durant is a major player in the NBA. So pay attention to that. Clippers won't have to play KD. So that automatically makes it, and I thought going into it, it was a should win, should be winning situation. The way we're playing right now, I thought we were better than the Suns before we got James Harden. I damn sure think we're better than them right now. We should beat them. We should beat him, especially without Kevin Durant. Now, how we beat him, I'm going to be talking about that more in the second segment. But things change. Yeah, the, the matchups are very different. That being said, you might be saying, if it's so different, so many different Suns players, Clippers now have James Harden. There's no Nico Batum. There's no Robert Covington who actually got some burn in that series. No Marcus Morris. But you still got Kawhi Leonard. You still got Russell Westbrook. You still got Norman Powell and Ivica Zubats. These are all guys that played against them and Terrence Mann last season in the playoffs. They, some of these guys have lost to them twice. And we should have that kind of hunger regardless. It's about the name on the front of the jersey, not the back. The Clippers have lost to the Suns twice in this era. The Clippers have lost to the Suns twice and haven't been healthy when to play them in either series. Let's show that. And with the off-season beef, the Paul George Clay Thompson podcast that sparked a response from Devin Booker of kind of accusing Paul George of being weird and asking him questions like fishing for some kind of diss. When it was Clay Thompson that did say, you know, he was being butthurt in that situation. I forget his exact words, but basically like he was being a baby and he was just frustrated because the Suns were working him and Devin Booker was giving him the blues. But Devin Booker kind of coming at Paul George out of nowhere. I'm excited to see that. There's been the fair share of scuffles between the Suns and the Clippers in the past couple of years involving Paul George. But I'm really looking forward to this one. In Phoenix, yes, things change. The teams are different. The Clippers have James Harden now. The Suns have Bradley Beal now. They don't have Chris Paul, which was another element of the Suns-Clippers kind of, you know, I don't want to call it a rivalry, but that definitely was an added element of the matchup that made it something Something bigger than just a normal game between two Western Conference contenders. The Suns. This one's going to be tough. They've won four straight games. Those wins include the Orlando Magic, but also at Houston. That's not an easy game. Then the two easier ones, Portland Trailblazers and Charlotte Hornets. Both of those games coming in Phoenix. Now, Kevin Durant missed the last one. They still won by 21, but that's the Portland Trailblazers. That's not the L.A. Clippers. This season, Bradley Beal, he's only played nine games. But in those nine games, he's averaging, wow, only 16 points a game. So he definitely hasn't been able to really establish any sort of rhythm. His shooting splits are pretty good, 49% from the field and 39 from three. Devin Booker's averaging 26 points a game to go along with five rebounds and eight assists, which is actually more than I would have expected. He's shooting 47% and 37 from three. So that's just typical Devin Booker numbers. And coming up, going to be talking about how the Clippers can beat the Phoenix Suns. Let's go in depth about the matchup and what we should expect. I got to tell you a little something about FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 
$100 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. I've been saying place your bets on the Clippers to win it all. The odds are only going to go up and it's going to be tougher to make as much money. Do it now. Should have been done it. The app is so easy to use. There's so many ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so if you did not notice, there was an extra episode uploaded to the audio version of Locked on Clippers that was titled Clippers Heat Postcast. And that is a new addition that the Locked on Network has made with various channels that have channels for cities. So like Locked on Atlanta, Locked on Minnesota, Locked on Los Angeles. They play podcasts from all the Locked on channels in various sports on the YouTube channel. So like locked on Rams, Dodgers, Clippers, Lakers, they'll all they all run. Like my episodes, they run on the Locked On Sports Los Angeles channel, just like the same way the other ones do. But now they're adding postcast, which is just like an immediate podcast right after the game. So tap into those if you're interested. Maybe a different perspective. But of course, nothing is changing. I am still the host of Locked On Clippers, the only five day a week Clipper podcast. And a podcast in which I am enjoying with the way we are playing this season. 17 out of the last 22 games that we've won. But let me tell you something. We haven't played against the Phoenix Suns. And I'm not going to really mince words here. They're not one of my favorite teams. They're bottom three least favorite. Is it because they've beaten us three times in the playoffs and the only team in the history of the NBA to do that? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Can we beat the Suns, please? I know you can't really avenge a playoff loss in regular season, but let's get it, and let's see how we beat them. Now, Kevin Durant is not playing, right? So we got to worry about Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. Clippers have no injuries, as reported on Tuesday. So that means we're going into the matchup with Kawhi Leonard, a guy that would have beaten the Suns and knocked him right out of the first round last year if he hadn't gotten hurt. I stand by that strongly. Now, Kawhi Leonard, who's he going to be guarding to start the game? Of course, Clippers switch one through four, but who's he going to be guarding? Terrence Mann will likely be guarding Devin Booker. It would be nice, though, to see Podcast P say, you know what? He was talking that mess about my podcast. I'm going to go lock him up and show him what a two-way player does. Is he going to do it? I doubt it. I think we're going to have Terrence guarding Book. And then PG with Beal, maybe Kawhi guarding him some possessions. James Harden guarding Grayson Allen, probably. I'm interested to see who they start in place of Kevin Durant. Let's actually check who they started in the last game because that's probably the answer. But yeah, that's my plan. We're going to switch one through four. Of course, Kawhi Leonard, teams aren't going to just put him in the action. They don't want him to guard their best players. That's not ideal. So... If I, again, if I were teams, I would try to go at James Harden more. James Harden's still not very good at the point of attack, regardless of how great his hands have been. But I don't think teams go at him enough. And Terrence Mann is doing better lately in the pick and roll defensively last couple of games. So let's see. They started Shemezi Metu. So they want to still have some size, but also some shooting. And shout out to Shemezi. Great USC player. Uh, four for eight from the field and two for four from, from three last game. 
I've seen him shoot threes more this season, but he's only shooting 33% on the year, so expect the Clippers to be totally okay when Devin Booker, Bradley Beal run a little pick and pop with Chemezi Metu. Expect to see Zoo drop and not even be worried about it. And I'm interested to see how good Zoo can be in this game because Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, they are, just like Kevin Durant, great pull-up mid-range guys or pull-up shooters. Drop coverage, that's the biggest weakness of the defense. Unless your point of attack defense is ex- exceptional where you're basically not even gaining an advantage over the screen in terms of the offense, then that's the counter to drop coverage is hitting those pull-up jumpers in the space that you're given or with the space that you're given. And Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are good at those. So let's see how effective Zoo can be. I think a lot of it comes down to our point of attack defense. I'm looking at Terrence. I'm looking at Paul George. I'm looking at maybe the Kawhi guy, Russell Brute. Yeah, Russ has been defending well lately as well. How do we beat Phoenix? Well, their defense is not very good. They're not. I mean, who's? let's talk about the other side. Who is the primary defender on Kawhi Leonard? If I'm them, it's probably going to be Chemezi Metu. Because in their minds, Kawhi may not be quick enough to get by him. We'll see. Kawhi has looked a little bit more springy lately. and uh, I wouldn't say springy is not the right word, but... A little quicker lately. And when I say that, I mean before the injury, yes. But it didn't look like it affected him much. He didn't look like he had really lost a step against Miami on Monday. But that blow-by in the game that he got hurt against Derrick Jones was the quickest blow-by I've seen him do from the top of the key in years. So we'll see if Chemezi Metu can stay in front of him. I think that's what they're going to do and try to switch one through four. But if they concede the switch with Beal on Kawhi, lunch meet. That's what I think we should do. Try to put Beal in the action. Who's Beal going to be guarding? Definitely Terrence Mann. They'll put Grayson Allen on James. Ooh, I would love if they put... Grayson might guard Paul George and they put Booker on Harden. I think that's what they'll probably do. But I would love to see Booker get put his big boy pants on and guard Paul George and then match up against each other like the good old days where you just guard him. You guard each other. No switch. No, I'm kidding. There's going to be switches. But still, that's good enough for me. I would like to see that. But yeah... Devin Booker's no slouch defensively. People that think that still just don't watch him play enough or haven't been watching him play enough the last four years. But Bradley Beal, I would like to see us put him in the action. And I would like to see if Grayson Allen can guard James Harden. He's no slouch defensively, but James Harden, talk about someone who's been looking like he's got a little bit more pep in his step lately. James. Let's look at some of the recent stats for James Harden. How? Oh, by the way, actually, you know what? Last 10 games, 21 points, 10 assists, Five and a half rebounds, three stocks, so that means steals and blocks combined per game, on 47% from the field, 45% from three, and 87% from the line, and we are eight and two in those 10 games with the seventh best offensive rating in the NBA in those games. There's no denying that James has just been fantastic so far as a clipper. On the season, 18 points a game, eight assists, a steal, and a block. And he's helped take our offense to new heights, which was expected by giving him the keys in that starting lineup. Now, speaking of our other point guard, our other Hall of Famer-to-be, Russell Westbrook. I want to give him a congratulations because I didn't even give him a shout-out. He passed the great Patrick Ewing in scoring. Let's get some applause in the comment section for Russ. It is amazing to see James Harden, you know, hit 25,000 points. See Russell Westbrook and James Harden pass Patrick Ewing in scoring all time as members of the Clippers. You know, obviously these aren't guys 
that we started out with. They had Hall of Fame careers and Hall of Fame resumes before they even set foot in a Clipper locker room. But it's really cool to see them add to their storied careers with the Clippers because let's be honest, we haven't really had players of this stature. We haven't had players of this caliber, definitely not together on one team. But it's an amazing to be celebrating these kind of things. You know, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are right next to each other on the all-time scoring list right now, 24 and 25. For them to be the third and fourth options on this team, and by the way, Norman Powell might be the fourth scoring option, but in just terms of, and I think Russ is the fourth best player on our team, although Zubats you can make an argument for recently. I still take Russ, though, personally, because of his confidence. Um... And that matters. Zeus is very wavering. But I'm not ranking them this season. I'm just saying who I think is the fourth best player on the team. I believe it's Westbrook. That's a good conversation for the comment section. Let me know. But he and Harden to both be top 25 in scoring, and they're not even our two best scorers on this team. That's pretty funny. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't even top 50. I want to see where they rank, actually. I'm on the page. Let me take a look at it. Paul George. Jesus, are they not top 100? My goodness. Wow, I still don't see Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and I'm in the top 100. Okay, Paul George is 101, and Kawhi Leonard is, damn. It just shows his lack of availability over the years, unfortunately. God. And by the way, I did not plan on doing this before the episode, so don't think I'm just like trying to hate on Kawhi. He's the best scorer of the four, in my opinion. Even better than Prime Harden. Sorry, Harden fans. I'm taking Kawhi all day long. Wow, where is this guy? Are you kidding me? He has less points than Peja Stojakovic? Wow. He has less points than Eric Gordon? No way Devin Booker has more points than Kawhi. Wow. He's 221st. Devin Booker has more points than Kawhi Leonard all time? That's insane. Wow. I I shouldn't have even done that. Well, guess what? Kawhi Leonard's the best player in this matchup, and he's going to give him work. Let's see who guards him. (laughs) Coming up. The conversation around the Clippers and winning the championship is starting to pick up real steam. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Should be a good thing, right? Going to be talking about that coming up. I got to tell you a little something about game time. Game time is the best place to find great deals on tickets last minute. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and views from your seats so you can see exactly what it's going to look like when you get there, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it begins. So if you're in a situation where you don't know if somebody's going to go to the game with you and you don't want to buy tickets yet, or you're getting off work, you don't know when you're going to get off, Game Time has you covered. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Clippers and Phoenix Suns set to go 
on Wednesday night. The first matchup of the season. We will also be seeing the Suns not too long from now. Next Monday at the Staples Center on January 8th. I will actually be missing that game. That will be my fourth missed game of the season. But this January 3rd matchup, this Wednesday night matchup, I am excited for it. And Terrence Mann, something to keep an eye on, two straight double-digit games. I'm hoping to see another one here against the Phoenix Suns. Another milestone that I didn't even get to mention, besides Russell Westbrook moving into 25th in the all-time scoring list and passing the great Patrick Ewing, Paul George just became the second highest or just passed J.J. Redick for the second most three-pointers made in Clipper history. Let's give him a hand in the comments as well. And let me tell you something. It feels really good to have one of the greatest Clippers of all time, Paul George, who's now spent five years with the Clips, played at an all-star caliber every single year. Even in the the seasons that he missed games, when he was on the court, he was still an all-star level player. We have not had a guy besides Blake Griffin and Chris Paul where you can say he was an all-star caliber player for five years in Los Angeles. I don't know if Elton was five years worth of all-star caliber play in L.A. Um, I saw two years worth of Elton. But Chris Paul and Blake are the only ones. So Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi can't even say that because of the 2022 season. Paul George is one of the best Clippers of all time. And it tells me two things, that he's already the second highest three-point leader. One, it's not that hard to climb up the Clippers franchise leaderboards if you're really good, like Paul George is. And two, there's a lot more threes being shot these days. Because J.J. had one more... Let's see, J.J. had four seasons as a Clipper. This is Paul George's fifth. J.J. was pretty available, though. I think that's the difference. So, And Paul has played in two shortened seasons, 2020 and 2021. But yeah, I guess it was about time, right? Especially with the amount of threes shot. But JJ for that era used to shoot a lot of threes. So now Paul George has 675 threes. The Polish rifle Eric Piakowski is number one with 738. So Paul George is 63 away. 63. I think he's passing that this season. I think he's passing that this season. 60 more threes. He's not going to play every single game for the rest of the season. But let's say we have, so there's, we've played 32 games, right? For 20 and 12. So we got 50 games left. Let's say he plays 35 of those games and he makes on average two threes a night, right? Let's actually, we have the stats right here. Let's check how many threes Paul George makes. Per game. I predict that it's around it's between two to three, I'd say. Paul George makes three threes a game. Okay, so three times I said yeah, we have 50 games left. Times 35. So 115. I'm sorry, no, 105. 105? Yeah, he passes it then. Oh yeah, he's gonna do it. He's definitely gonna do it. So before we talk about, that'll be an exciting moment. Paul George, all-time leader in three-pointers made for the Clippers. Let's talk about the chip talk. I've heard some people, even Laker fans, 
Some of which have said the Clippers are never going to win the championship. You know, the classic. That's one of their age-old proverbs. Clippers are never going to win a championship. Even say they got a real chance to win it. Can't believe it. I think we got a real chance. Um, I know I said otherwise before the Harden trade and whatnot. But right now the process is good. All we can do is look at the what's happening right now. And we're, the process has been great. Even before the Harden trade, the seriousness of the team has been totally different. It's almost like last year they got humbled. It's, it's So it's great to see. Everyone's noticing how well James Harden's playing. Everyone's starting to see. Because it was really quiet even after, after we had gotten on that winning streak. Because we started 0-5 and people were like, yeah, we knew this was already going to be a little sketchy in the playoffs based on Paul George Westbrook and Harden's playoff history and the shaky health of the Clippers and the fact that they're just the Clippers, so they're just going to write them off. But now we're starting to catch people's attention and we've had some you know, telling statistics that resemble that. We're, I saw we were fifth in the power rankings that NBA released. It's been a while since we've been top five in NBA power rankings. So yeah. Paul George, by the way, courtesy of LA Clippers film, Justin, he posted on Twitter, 43% on catch-and-shoot threes this year for PG and 47% on catch-and-shoot threes over his last 10 games. So you see Paul George, even for all the criticism he receives, he still shoots so well from the field. And how about Kawhi Leonard in his last 12 games, courtesy of radio host Adam Oslan for the Clippers, 29 points per game on 61-52-90 splits, and we're 11-1 in those games. And remember, we are 10-0 in the last 10 Kawhi games. He's won 10 straight. I would like that to continue on Wednesday against Phoenix. You know you talk that chip talk, that chip talk Clippers. We are coming. We're coming. Let me know what you think in the comment section, Clipper Nation. What's your prediction for the game? What do you think about that conversation I was talking about? Fourth best player, fourth option, this and that. Go Clippers. Let's see what's going on on Thursday when we talk about hopefully a win against the Phoenix Suns. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DimeDropperPod. Subscribe to my own YouTube channel for even more L.A. Clipper, L.A. Sports, and NBA content. And Locked On Clippers, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know every single time we post an episode. The age-old proverb continues, go Clippers. Yes, sir.